I'm Giovanni Monroe. And I'm Rashawn Kadeem. Not your mister. Not your sister. It's, it's Brister, Brister Brister. What's going on? Oh, you ain't like the clap. What's going on? Nothing much, you know. You tell me what's going on. You just had a fab trip in Atlanta. What's I have fab trip. And I'm not going to talk about it because you should have been there. Wow. So the people can't know? Uh-uh. Not one detail? No. Not a... They see on Facebook. Okay, but yeah. Um, well, my day was my, <laughs> my day has been great. My week has been fab. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of hosting our sister while you were gone. Mm-hmm. Well, you were partially here when she was here, but you was gone for the majority of the time. I ran off. Okay, yeah. <laughs> about to a, to a trip you want to tell us about, but it's okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed myself with her, you know. Um, I did miss the gym for like four days. I ain't going to hold you. Oh wow. While she was here. To the you know, but you know, one thing about being consistent is just because you stop don't mean you can't start back. So Wait! <laughs> I'm just saying, but you know, you know what? I'm gonna tell y'all about my trip. I had a very great time with my Giuseppe Gennadis, a lot of bonding moments, a lot of fun moments, a lot of man we mangled the weekend. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to get her back, (laughs) y'all. Okay, so today's topic is trade versus push which wing versus trade? Y'all know I'm the trade for real, so <laughs> I'm gonna be representing the trade. Um, we're talking about the makings of this, uh, trade and the making of Butch Queen. Hey, bro, chill. And what you hear on chill, that bro. other mic is the making of a bona fide Butch Queen. <laughs> hey, bro, chill, and if bro. they thought he, they would trade, they're nothing of the sort. Chill, bro. And I just have one thing to say: RuPaul Drag Race the fucked up trade. In the words of my girl Jasmine Masters. Why you say that, bro? Because. And Drag Race, they call the most attractive, well, I would call it Butch Queen. They call the most attractive Butch Queen. Trade. The trade of the season. When in reality, that's not trade at all. In my, in my gay life, my gay American life, the word trade is talking about, you know, a straight man who does sexual things with the same sex. Or a trade, whether that be marijuana, drugs, any type of thing, you know, money, place to stay. There's just any anything. It could be trade. That's why it's called the trade. No, nah, bro. So what you call it if I don't need nothing? What? What you call it if I don't need nothing? <clears throat> Masculine. <laughs> Period. So, so, what's your experience with the word trade? Do you think drag race is using it right? <laughs> no, I feel like drag race is using it completely wrong. Um, I agree with what you said. Trade um, comes from back in the day when, you know, the homos used to make a trade-off um, with straight men for, you know, sexual pleasure. But, you know, what do you... Let me ask you a question. You ready? Let's go. What do you prefer, trade 
Or put your money. <laughs> you know it ain't no trade. You know, why would you ask me that? <laughs> no. I don't like no trade. Well, I don't got don't time for all the day. Trade, you know, some people see talk about the trade. They got the cleanest stuff. They do the best. Da, 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 da. They got the good butt. But in my experience with trade, not that. It's not clean. It's a little dirty. <laughs> you know, the dick, the dick thing, the dick smelling funny. Like, I'm not about to deal with all that. A bush queen, give me a bush queen, they nice clean. They know how to clean itself out. You ain't got to teach them nothing. Get right to it. Period. You know, I'm all for the trade. <laughs> you know, the trade be trading. <laughs> but, trade be definitely trading. Not trading with me, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, moving forward. So, in your experience, what is a bush queen? Um, what makes a butch queen? A butch queen is someone um, of homosexuality that can channel both masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. in one. Okay. It's like it's like if you take half a masculine and you take half a feminine and put them together, it creates butch queen. So, so I'm a butch queen. Definitely. <laughs> I, think we, I think we both are definitely butch queens. I thought I was the trade. I no, ain't the trade, dude. No, chill, bro. Oh, wow. Chill, bro. I thought I was trading. I thought I was trading it off. No, I'm the trade, bro. Chill. Homicide. Wow. Honey. So, what's your experiences? What's your difference of experiences between butch queens and trade? Which which one would you think session was better? Um, I can't even. Well, you know, because I'm more attracted to like the ultra masculine. I feel like the trade experience was better for me. Uh-huh. But one thing I do like about dealing with bitch queens is that they can kind of be a little bit more emotional, more emotionally attached. Right. But it's also like bittersweet. It's like I like it, but then I don't like it because girl, no. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. I, in my experience, I have more fun with Butch Queens because, you know, I like to flip flop. So with the trade, they don't even try to flip flop like that. Girl, the trade, the trade definitely flips. They don't try to flip flop with me, I should say. Okay. But the Butch Queens, they will flip flop down. It will be a lovely session, beautiful night. Go ahead. I'm here for it. So as far as long-term relationship are you going to take a long-term relationship with the trade or are you going to take a long-term relationship with a bush queen and why well that's a good question i've actually um the first person i dated was my first love was a bush queen that was a long-term relationship over a year mm-hmm. how was that um well that was like puppy love because it was high school so it was oh. like Okay. okay. Speaking of first love, you know he's saying that was like one of my favorite relationships because we kind of competed on who can make each other feel feel better. Mm-hmm. So we like always like was getting gifts for each other. Mm-hmm. It was like he would give me something, I would go get something bigger, and then he would come back with something bigger. It was always like that back and forth. Right. But I feel like that's what ran the relationship in a weird, in a weird way. That made well. it run its course. 
Yeah, like after the after the gift got tired, it was like, okay, well, what else we got? So what's now? Where's the emotional? The emotional connect really wasn't. I mean, it was there, but it wasn't really there. What? It, a, a one year relationship? Yeah, it was. It was a lot of. Well, I'll say because we were young, we definitely experienced a lot together. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it wasn't relationship. It was more so friendship that had like some sex, you know, sexual matters and involved. That's, and that's why it ended. No, it ended. Why did it end? Wow, I don't remember why we broke up. Oh wow! Now I'm gagging because I'm thinking like, <laughs> was it me or was it him? <laughs> Who is it? Who's the blind? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> what? What happened? <laughs> no, I really can't. Wow, I'm gagging right now because I really can't remember. But I brought that up to say it was the one particular time that he sang Promise Ring. Tiffany Evans. Yes. It is in a staircase. Okay. I think I was on my way to uh, my major, which was then. I went to School of Arts, and mm-hmm. he had me in the stairwell, and he sang Promise Ring, and I gagged, and he popped out a Promise Ring. Wow. And that was so well, like, oh my God, <laughs> that happened to me. That used to be my song. <laughs> did y'all do the dance? No, but he did it's sing it, and I was like, I'm just, I'm, to this day, I gag at that when I think about it, because like, <laughs> I had like one of those moments that, like a movie moment, I guess you could say. Wow. He really still Promise Ring. Yes. <laughs> didn't sound too good, but oh wow. This really didn't sound good. But it was so cute, like the thought of it. Also, it didn't sound good, but the thought it's the thought that counted. Yeah. And the guy get I'm not going to go there. Uh-uh, there. Mm-hmm. It's Bristol Bristol. I'm gonna let y'all y'all gotta tune in a couple more episodes before we get into the nitty gritty of we already did introductions, baby. Introductions are gone. Be, it's nitty gritty now. You're right. Don't but moving forward, boo. Moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> so you just not gonna get to the nitty gritty. The second relationship. You know what? <laughs> Honey. Bing, bing, bing. Moving forward. Like I said. Okay. <laughs> moving forward, because that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs>
yet. Why is it always so elaborate? Okay. Shit, I can't. Y'all was trying to find a sound. I couldn't find a sound fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want the sound either. Yep, I tried. So it's always some funny shit going on with the Witch Queen. You know, they they play games. A lot of games they like to play. You know, when you in a relationship with a Bush Queen, there's a lot of games being played. You go, you know, as a gay person, we go out, we go have fun, we go to the club, and you know, you see funny, you can see certain vibes and certain interactions mm-hmm. that don't sit well with you. And you know me, I take notes and I just, you know, observe. And then That's eventually true. my intuition is proven correct. Mm-hmm. And then that, when the game get played, to the game. And see, that's, I think, another reason why I kind of got turned off from dealing with the Bush Queens, simply because um, of the drama, like, within the scene. Excuse, excuse our girlfriend. Give us one second. We'll be back. You all right? <laughs> you okay? I'm okay. But y'all never like the drama with the within the scene and like dating within the community, which is kind of also what pushed me to venture out to people that aren't necessarily involved or in the community. And I naturally don't go out as it is. So if I was to go out and I was dating somebody, nine times out of ten they wouldn't want to go out to the place that I'm going. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah. Well, now in my older years, I've learned that I don't like people in my business. Mm. So when business becomes nobody's business, it's my man. It's my man. Okay. <laughs> Cause my man is my man, and your man is my man. So now, when it comes down to Bush Queen and Trey. Which one do you feel ranks superior? I feel like Butch Queen ranks superior. Why? Because I'm a Butch Queen. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the Trey ranks superior. You're a fool. Because in our scene, they put Trey on such a high pedestal. Well, as far as the scene. I'll, I'll talk about like as far as the scene. Well, when you put it like in life that. In real life, which point is ranked superior for me because, you know, we live in our life, we live in our best life, we live in out loud proud. Right, exactly. And, but as far as inside the scene, inside the LGBTQ community, amongst our community, the trade runs, runs supreme. Well, what I will say is, I wouldn't say trade ranks supreme. I would say, like, masculinity general mm-hmm. brain supreme it does because it's a mat like it's some like masculine butch queens is out here that's like a little bit more mass than film but they're still like you know a butch queen is still like out and about living their best life yeah and they get praised as well i feel like and that's another thing i feel like they automatically get put in the category of trade because of that kind of like you said with um, 
RuPaul's Drag Race, mm -hmm. how they look at the cutest person or sexiest person, yeah, and automatically deem them trade. Yeah, that's kind of like how it really is in the community if you think about it. It is. If you are masculine presenting, no matter if you're in closet, secretly jumping in and out of bed with men or whatever, or if you're out and proud, they're gonna call you trade yeah. just because you're masculinity. So the the term has definitely been stretched to just anybody who's like masculine. I feel like it's been stretched out too much. Yeah, it has. It needs to be, you know, hacked back up a little bit. It needs to return to form. Well, you know, everything is stretched now. I remember there was a time that we didn't worry about pronouns. True. And, and now we have all the pronouns. It's like, it's, it's like we're in kindergarten again. Was that kindergarten, first grade? Mm -hmm. We were about pronouns. So it's like we're back there again, but with the, it's in our adult life. But I feel like that's fine. Cause that's for me, that's progression. But with the word trade and its origin and how it's used and how it's being used now, especially with drag race, it's kinda like disrupting the culture <laughs> or erasing the culture that our culture, the origins of the word, that word, it was it was made for a select few men you're right and now it's just being saturated but once you define that select few men anybody that at least visually matches that description mm -mm. Is it wasn't that. that that's not what it was back in the day back in the day it was straight men who did sexual favors with trans or you know but trans what was women it about or men? gay men but what was about the men that made them come across the straight? It's like, oh. If they were straight, they would have to be straight. You know, but why what? the kids? Baby mama. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> what you be? But what was what made them, like... It wasn't just the masculinity. Well, you know, that's what I was going towards. That's I know what you were going towards. towards. That's why I said, why the kids, baby mama? You're right. But I feel like... <laughs> No, I feel like it was. It's if they got a there. girlfriend and then they mess with you on, do you on the side for the place to stay or whatever, that was the trade back in like the day. Back now, it's, we have social media, so it's a lot easier to point out the real trade from the fake trade. But back then, they didn't have that luxury. I feel like that's so, true. I feel like they even what they experienced back then, although it was more, it was defined how it was defined. I still mm -hmm. feel like they operated how it operates today. Like they'll see a masculine dude and they'll be like, ooh, that's the trade. Like just on the simple fact that he looks masculine, you know. That's true. He's giving realness. What a twist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a strong <That's> twist. twist. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But you know, it's with the word trade and how it's being like used now, you know, it brings up thoughts of other things. Other words in our culture that aren't, you know, aren't specifically for our culture anymore. Everything is branched out. Yeah. I mean, but that's what everything in a lot of different cultures, in the black community, the white community, the Spanish community, like everything is just being like saturated. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. I want to bring culture back, like when different people in different places had their own lingo. Like we had our own gay lingo that was specifically for the gays. 
like shade, you know, stuff like that. Throwing shade was, you know, mostly from the gay gay people as a whole. Yeah, true. That's true. Definitely the gay lingo, like the lingo has definitely like become universal. A bit too universal for me. Which is I be I will be walking through the hood and hear a straight man saying no shade. Yeah, me and too. I will turn around like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Exactly. Are you kidding me? But you know, I feel like gay culture has like grown humendously from you know the closet. The closet has opened up and unfolded, honey, like an open booty hole on hemorrhoid. The guy. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know if it was like a closet. I just thought. I guess I just missed the exclusivity. Well, you know, of me, like if I was on, a, like when I first came out, mm-hmm. twenty thirteen. Okay, ten years ago. Um, what what was that? I'm nothing. Okay. Girl, you go to the shoot with me. <laughs> Shoot him up, lay him down. But like when I when I first came out, 2013, we used to be able to sit in the back of the bus and just talk, and we could say the trade, no shade. We could say all the gay lingo, and everybody else wouldn't know what we were talking about. They would True. have no idea. But now, if I go on those same roads, same routes, with the same people, and have the same conversation, the door is busted open. Yeah. Everybody gonna know what we're talking about. Ain't no secrecy, ain't no exclusivity or nothing no more. Well, that's I feel like that's what I meant by, you know, closet, because you know, everything was underground, even ballroom. Ballroom was like an underground thing. True. So it was like, like you said, it was more exclusive. It was more like in, it was more inside, like the community was more underground. And right. now even with like ballroom, you know, we have ballroom on TV now, we have legendary, we have pose, we have all these different things, and now you got little kids on TikTok doing the figure eight. Well, we had legendary and we had pose. Oh yeah, had past tense. Yeah, they're canceled. Hopefully, something's gonna work. So they need to add the. They should have like a little sad sound on there. Right, that's funny. But that is this is sad that those are gone, but. They, when they were on TV, they were hot. They they did bring our culture to the, the television across America. So that was a good thing. They did. Well, you know, it could, well, where I remember seeing um, my first experience with, you know, gay culture growing mm-hmm. up was watching Crooklyn. What? You ever seen that? No. What is wow. That? Hand me your black card right now. <laughs> Please hand me your black card. Y'all, if y'all seen Crooked, you gotta like this. Whatever platform you listen to this on, please like this. Please comment. Please say that you know what Crooklyn is. But in Crooklyn, um, <laughs> the gag is I know the movie and I the the name of the director literally just left my brain. I don't trust you. But Black Heart be taken as well. No, 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 no because that wasn't my point. Oh, okay. The point was your point, but but you know. Your point don't mean, don't matter about your black card. 
but it do because I don't have to know him to remember the movie. Okay. <laughs> um, but he had RuPaul. Uh, RuPaul. I was gonna say he had RuPaul Drag Race up in there. <laughs> but he had uh, RuPaul in the movie in the store. Uh, da, 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 da. You don't remember that? Oh my god, that's so legendary. No. You gotta watch it. Now you have to. When you when we when we're done, you definitely have to go watch Brooklyn. Yes. Are you gonna watch it with me? Definitely not. Why? <laughs> that movie is long. I'm gonna fall asleep for sure. But you should definitely watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I would say if we watch it, we can't definitely we can't watch it tonight. Now if we watch it like tomorrow during the day. Okay. I got you. Okay. But yeah, that was my first experience. And then you had like when it came to ballroom, my first experience was America Best Dance Group. Vogue Evolution. I I remember that. Yes, and even the all girl group. I can't remember the all girl group name, but they did like some some Vogue stuff too. Uh, when they did clap for the kids, clap clap for the kids, clap for the kids, clap clap for the kids. Yeah. Naomi and the girls, Naomi and the girls. So I remember that. I I live for uh, American Best Dance Group. It was like one of my favorite shows at the time. My brothers was really into that show. I just watched it because they watched it. I didn't really get into it until Vogue Evolution was on there. And oh, I was true. like, ooh. Vogue Evolution, Deshine, Lay On Me. Y'all did y'all ones and twos. I'm sorry, I can't remember everyone else that was on there. <laughs> but I definitely remember Deshine. I definitely remember Lay On Me because that's when that, like, they were introduced to me, like, as a, as a kid. Mm-mm. So, speaking of those things, What things? We can go. No, go. Crooklyn, um, Bug Evolution, those things being on TV. No, they represent our culture. They showed our culture to the world. Mm-hmm. Those were the first kind of instances of that. Mm-hmm. So, do you think, going, rounding back to Book Screen versus Trade? The representation on TV, do you think the trade is represented? Do you think the Bush Queens get represented? And do you think they get represented correctly? I feel like today, um, in today's time, we'll talk about now rather than then, mm-hmm. um, I do feel like they're both represented. Correctly? You think they're both represented correctly? Um, now, I don't believe anyone is represented correctly on television. Oh. Um, what? And, what and, well, unless they're actually being themselves and representing themselves in that moment. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if it's, like, storytelling or, character, like, a person playing a character, I feel like any character is always over-exaggerated. Even in, like, real-life stories, always over-exaggerated to make, um, you know... A lot of times they make masculine men or quote unquote the trade more masculine than usual. You know, it's like a toxic masculinity type of masculine. Or they may water down the trade and make them less masculine than what they really are. It kind of works both ways depending on what you're watching, you know? Okay. And with the Bush Queen, you know, sometimes the Bush Queen is, you know, raised to the extreme, but. I still don't see that as, you know, wrong representation because we have some extreme butch queens, you know? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, 
the Bush Queen is made. Well, the Bush Queen channel is both masculine and feminist. So sometimes the more feminist side gets shown, sometimes the more masculine side gets shown. And it's kind of weird that you see like the in-between. But I mean, it's I feel like it's all represented. I would well, I would have agreed with your statements, but until Pose came out. Because I feel like on Pose the characters are very, very well rounded. They're they're well fleshed out. Like mm-hmm. they they're good at showing both sides. The even when it comes to like the emotional side, then you know the ballroom side. Can you name two more shows? Actually, can you name one more show? Can I name one more show? Um, this show I watched called DTLA. It was on Logo that they also have can well you, fleshed can out you, characters. But see, I don't. But I don't agree with the Logo one. This is why because it's why? On Logo. And Logo is a channel. Did you actually watch DTLA though? No, I did not. But I do understand. So how could you know? But how could you know to disagree? Because by you saying DTLA, I can I can easily say sit up here and say um what's what was that show called? Noah's Ark. I can say Noah's Ark. Yeah. Because those characters were but wrong DTLA with DTLA well. and Noah's Ark are completely different. Understandable, but they're both are were both also on a show catered to. The LGBT community. Yeah. So when I ask for like an example, I'm more so asking for something. Well, when I tell you to name another one, you said name shows. Well, you're right, but I should have been more detailed in my in me my, in my request. That's the error on your part. Uh, you know what? Moving forward, <laughs> I'm asking for a mainstream TV show. I feel like post mainstream because it was on FX, so it uh-huh. was catered to you know more of a mainstream audience rather than. Uh, a station that's another to, show uh, with gay characters that were real flushed out. Mm-hmm. Glee. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I wasn't being a bitch when asking that. I was just no, I, I know, really but I, I just want to make my point. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad you did. So now, so in the war of Butch Queen versus Trey. Mm-hmm. Who do you think wins? This is the, you know, close it out and wrap it into a tight little bow. Um, hmm. Butch Queen, Trey. Butch Queen, Trey. Wait a minute. I may have asked the wrong person. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) No, I don't think no one wins. Um, especially when it comes to the black community, I believe mm-hmm. Butch Queen, African American. Well, you know, I'm not even going to say just African American. I, I believe that men are men, and I feel like uh, the women win. Mm-hmm. I I, Trey and Butch Queen on the same level. It's the women they win. Okay. You weren't ready for that, was you? Oh. <laughs> In the words of Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Gorgeous Gucci. I don't give a fuck. Oh, all right. You know, we stop. Stop, stop. Okay. So. Oh. Oh, okay. So that was the end of it. So stop that. Should we record an outro? Uh, um. No. Oh, or we could do Not Your Mister, Not Your Ex. Want to do that? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Not Your Mister. Not Your Sister. It's Brister Brister. Brister. Signing off. Oh, 
you add a sign of all that you wouldn't go to get 